There you go. Oh, you good boy. Oh, good boy, YouTube. Good boy, I think. I guess. Uh, seems okay. Yeah. Is it loading? What's going on? Who knows, man? Who even knows? There, there he is. There's your boy. There's his grinning face. There's his slightly balding head. There's his receding hairline. There it is. Wow. Incredible. You must have missed it. Look at the shine on that bounce. Unbelievable. Someone recommended that I get hair plugs the other day. Thought I was... Um, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not offended by much these days, but... I, I, yeah, no, I wasn't offended by it. I, but I just... Hmm. You know, there are cases where hair plugs have looked good. I, we've discussed this before. You know, PayPal days, Elon Musk. Man, that's a rough state of affairs. Gets plugs, looks fine. I mean, if, you, if you're if you a billionaire, maybe you can afford the decent ones. You don't have to go to a fucking... To go, have to go to some spit and sawdust place in Turkey and get God knows what shot in there. Who knows? They're probably... Uh, Rooney? Did Rooney... Rooney's look good, did they? I don't know. Who did them? The fucking grandma brass that he's been shagging on the side. God only knows. Guys, um... <laughs> yeah, so it was like, you know, they can actually look really natural. Okay, firstly, fuck off. They're not as much... They're actually not as expensive as... Two people now I'm thinking about it. Two people. My barber in London... Uh, oh, God bless his soul. I, he probably will never cut my hair again. Um, I said, no longer live in London. But um, he does watch the show sometimes. So, you know, God bless him. He was like, you know, he's worth thinking about. God, fuck off. And Adam Dean, Teenage Dream, all the way from Singapore. He was like, well, you know, think about it. Like, fuck off, Baldy. You know what I mean? Like, listen, pal. I, no, I, th I think it's like... But then, you know, you, you do have success stories like it. But look, Elon can make a lot of stuff work, yeah? Elon ain't your normal your normal person. He ain't your normal guy. He ain't your run-of-the-mill average Joe. You know, he didn't used to make dubstep. Let's put it that way, yeah? He's sucking, running billion-dollar tech companies. You know, he's not making yo-yoy bass tunes about legal highs. You know, I guess that's where the difference is. I guess, you know, I don't know. What's Demi on about? Geneva got coronavirus now. Thank God. That's good. How many? Five Brits came through. Just smashing it in. Just vomiting onto everybody. Sneezing. You know. Uh, the irony would be if it was the... If the the Chinese people in the UK wearing the masks were the only ones that never got it. You know? And you'd be like... Ah, fucking... I should have paid attention. I should have seen the signs. You know? All the signs were there. Yep. Yet No. Um, got myself a cafe in Euro this morning. Um, also got a sort of miniature one uh, on the side. Uh, doesn't seem to be having much of an effect. I don't know whether or not um, I'm, I'm building up some sort of horrendous tolerance to caffeine. Mm. Haley was whipping up some espresso martinis. Um, and there's a very good mixer you can get for it in in Waitrose. I only shop at Waitrose because I'm bougie. Um and I like having no money. So, but this motherfucking, this stuff has got double, wait, double the caffeine per 100 milliliters of dragon soup. That is, 
that's naughty business, yeah? It's 300 milligrams of caffeine per 100 milliliter, uh, milligrams, miller, miller boo-boos, miller, yeah, 300 milligrams of caffeine per 100 milliliters of, of, of delicious um, espresso martini. That's naughty, yeah? That is, yeah, a few of those. You fucking flying, baby boy. You flying, baby girl. You flying all the way in Never Neverland, baby boy. Sucking all the way. Sucking. Fucking flying all the way in Never Neverland, man. Tim Westwood will go down on you. Yeah, baby boy. He'll swallow you whole. I don't know, guys. I do not know. It's just cold brew, basically. And sugar. Get going in the morning. Breakfast of Champions. Guys, back on YouTube. Back on YouTube. Fixed all the little uh, doodads. Fixed the issues. Um, so that's nice, I guess, if you like that sort of thing. Um, uh, big props to uh, Power Gem, uh, who's been uh, manning the social medias, the threshold social medias, which were woefully neglected by myself. And um, weirdly, after having done... Uh, like a load of promotion for a week, like all the numbers and the metrics have gone up. <laughs> Could you imagine such a thing? Bizarre. Downloads on the apps gone right up. Um, so that's good times. Thanks for that, Jen. You're, uh, you know, you're a solid member of the group. Not like the other fucking shysters that just turn up late, you know, still chewing, still got their jackets on, talk at the back while trying to do the fucking show. I had a strange dream the other night. I won't go into it. No one, no one, no one is interested in hearing about someone else's dream. The, the worse than that is hearing about, is having someone tell you about someone else's dream. Like, okay, oh, I don't care about yours, let alone someone I've never met. Like, you know, this is fourth hand information. Just die. Okay. So that's, that's where we are today. Uh, Real Akeem claiming he's not late. I, I, I beg to differ. Uh, sorry, sorry, champ. I don't see you in the first first fight. Oh, uh, where, where where does he come in? He comes in around. Is there a time? Can I get a timestamp on that? God, I can't. Can you? It's a shame. Okay, well, I just have to take your word for it, buddy. Paulie de Pimp. He's here. Paulie claims to have listened to every single uh, piece of archived threshold show. Um, which is uh, either he's lying or he's insane. I don't know which is worse. You know, it, I was like, there's about 254 uh, bits of content in the app. You, you, you'll find something. It's like, no, I've, I've, I've heard them all. I've, 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 I've listened to all of them. Okay. Um, is that... That's something to, to talk about, isn't it? Like, that's something to, you know, find a, a therapist, a counsellor, a priest, maybe. Maybe that's something to go to confessions with. You know, sit in the little box... You know, and the priest's like, what have you been up to, my son? Uh, forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. <laughs> Tell me about her. What, what, was she, what was she like? No, no, it, was, it wasn't that sort of sin. <laughs> was it a boy? Uh, it wasn't actually. Well, in a way. Um, have you heard of um, Threshold.fm? No, I don't think I have. Well, it's just a sort of, I guess you would call it a two-bit radio station. <laughs> a constant, constant battle against technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah, that's the sort of thing. Oh, sorry, I've forgotten that Paulie's um, Australian. Yeah, fucking dumb fucking two-bit radio station, mate. I'm fucking God, it's my dumb You got the fucking chat shit every morning. Don't even think fucking real, mate. Uh, that sounds very strange. 
perhaps not a sin, but keep going. <laughs> Listen to them all, mate. 254 fucking shows, mate. I guess if you listen to all the coffee memes, because that's 310 now. 310 coffee memes, mate, and then all the other ones from the archives as well, mate. Okay, have you got anything a bit sexier? <laughs> Why didn't you take your trousers off? Oh, I'll take the fucking trousers off, mate, if that's what you want, mate. That's, if that'll help Jesus Christ come into my soul. And, and, and take your gunties off as well. Oh, I'll take the little gunnies off. Is it no open up? Guys, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought I missed that. Wait, God, I don't know. Mitten's talking crap. Mitten, go back to bed. I've got a story about uh, Mitten, actually, from the smoking gun. He's managed to, He's he's been operating in America uh, by the looks of things. But we'll get, that, get into that in a bit. Guys, I love you. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. Okay. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slugger. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Um, there's quite uh, I don't know, it's a mixed bag in terms of um, news today, I would say. A mixed bag, you know? Like, uh, it's Mike Pike on about intro. Anyway, shortest Aussie accent ever. What do you mean shortest? How, do I, how can an accent be short? It's confusing. I would describe it as tepid. It should be tepid accent. A uh, woman worried about neighbour who turned out to be cardboard cut out of Judy Dench. Okay. Uh, well, so the neighbour, you live next door to a cardboard cut out of Judy Dench. How does she pay the bills? Is she signed up for council tax? What about her TV licence? Hmm. There are many questions to ask. Uh, woman busted after smearing her fiancé. Uh, police say suspect 41 wielded dog excrement. Um, I don't know whether or not this is in response to Smear Starmer. Uh, perhaps, is it Smear's wife? No, it's in Florida. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and Mitten News, postal worker rented storage unit to hold all the mail he failed to deliver. Uh, he was renting a $49 a month storage unit to dump 5,000 pieces of undelivered mail in. That's a... Uh, yeah, that's annoying, isn't it? If if some of your mail's in there, you know you, your Amazon bits, you know your stuff that you've ordered off of Etsy, you know it's like a a stone that's sort of roughly in the shape of a heart, with Andy C written on it, or you know, AMC if you you know if you worship Satan. I don't know. Uh, new coronavirus, a remix, I guess. The remix to coronavirus has now an official name of COVID nineteen. Less catchy, I will say, than coronavirus. I do think it's important, you know, for a for a pandemic to have a have a catchy name. Oh, you got that? There's the COVID nineteen. It sounds like a basketball player. Is COVID nineteen hit Hove yet? No, not yet, mate. 
No, no, no. Uh, we're all, but we're we're all we're all staked out at the yacht club, you know, just to make sure, you know, we've got um, we've, we've stocked up on on champers, caviar. Uh, we're just going to ride it out, mate. You know, it's going to be fine. You know, and if necessary, we can just take off. We can just sail off. You know, Cy Twitty's got the got got a got a big got a big outboard. You know, on his um, what do they fucking call it? Ah, oh, that's it's a dinghy, basically. It's got a special name. A rib. Is that right? A rib. Is that what you call it? It looks like a diggy, but it's a bit bigger. A rib. Oh, fuck off. Fuck off. Uh, mystery black substance dripping into flat. Turns out to be blood from dead body upstairs. That's a bit of fun, isn't it? Eh? That is a bit of fun. And, oh, I should get this up on the screen. More fun as it's dripped past the Lana Del Rey album that they've got up on the wall. <laughs> Bird just dripping past Lana's cold, dead eyes. It's blood from the dead neighbour upstairs. <laughs> that is grim. Oh, my God. That is art in a way, though, isn't it? What's that on the wall? Masking tape or something? Are these... Christ bougie students so what's the situation here i love that it drips past a photograph of a hand with knuckle tattoos that say love and there's just blood dripping from the ceiling that is amazing i'm a big fan this is this is really nice who's this fucking dingus here isn't that that guy from the don't fuck with cats they let him out now wouldn't surprise me this is probably matey from don't fuck with cats what was he called? Can't remember. Someone, someone, uh, someone had availed me of that information in the chat. But he's living his bougie life in a Canadian prison where they get massages all day, hand jobs. You know, they get their you know bumholes bleached, whatever they like. Really, getting mani pedis all day. It's Canada, you know, like oh well, we don't want to treat him too bad, eh? And. Now now they've moved him out into a nice flat, you know, stuck a few Lana Del Rey albums up on the wall, you know, some sort of, I guess you could call it art in a way. What are they, is that, oh, pots of amyl nitrate. They, that is, yeah, there you go, pots of poppers, aren't they? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, next to a little aerator sort of Bernie incense thing. Fuck off, we know they're poppers. Jesus Christ. Couldn't have tidied up, eh? Like, you, you, you're taking a picture for Lab Bible, yeah, of the blood that's dripping through your window. You couldn't, you, and at least you could just tidy up. Two men are left scratching their heads after a black, sticky, tarlac substance and a horrible smell emerged from their apartment above. Emerged from the apartment above. The liquid was later, to, later discovered to be the blood from a man who had died more than a week before. AJ McCready. Whoa. AJ McCready, I guess, techno DJ? Probably, he's playing at Bergheim next week. Initially tweeted a picture of the blood streaks on the wall of the flat he shares with Elvin Schultz. Yeah, they're both techno DJs. In Minneapolis, US. He captioned the image, Me apartment has smelt horrible recently, and I just found out the guy living above me has been dead for over a week. <laughs> and before you ask, his body was just discovered after his blood leaked down the ceiling into our apartment this morning. Wow. Uh, looking like a scene straight out of a Netflix true crime series, uh, the tweet soon garnered a lot of attention online. 
uh, with many calling on AJ to elaborate on the story further. AJ added, All I really know of the situation is the man upstairs died in his sleep. His body decomposed and somehow managed to seep through into our apartment. We've had leaking in our bathroom, so when we saw this, we called maintenance immediately. Oh, God. They sealed him off. Man, that's uh, that's quite a rough one. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how long would you expect a body to sit there for before it's started leaking, basically. And what's what's the process there? You start, I don't know. You could, I'd sort of just imagine it used to sort of dry up. Apparently not. Apparently you liquefy, <laughs> run through the floor. Maintenance stopped by. Had no idea what the hell it could be. Wiped a little off the wall to examine it, and really couldn't determine anything. <laughs> Went upstairs to the apartment above to see if they had the same problem, and that's when they discovered the body. Uh, later on, AJ posted a picture of the man's apartment door, writing, His apartment is blocked off too. Although the man's identity and cause of death has yet to be released, Minneapolis police spokesperson John Elder said the initial investigation confirmed nothing appeared suspicious. That's a nice shot. Yeah. Update. Tenant above me died. I repeat, died. This is like, like paranormal activities type shit. Like, this is like The Shining. Like, oh my God. Where is it coming from? Queen! Yes, Queen! Okay. <laughs> this is the best day of his life. Uh, <laughs> he is loving his life right now with 134,000 likes on this. The Shining, like, where is it coming from? Because I don't know. <laughs> Nor does the maintenance man who came in know. <laughs> you fucking know now. <laughs> oh, God. That's hilarious. Uh, however, after a number of users uh, complained to Evan, dubbing him insensitive, he later reminded commenters that he didn't know the details of the situation when posting the video. Um, he wrote, The turn the video was... At the time the video was recorded, I had no clue what the substance coming from the wall was. I was shocked to find out what it was. From my end, it was somewhat traumatic. Having your upstairs neighbour come down through your walls. <laughs> this wasn't meant to be something that went this far, nor meant to be in any way disrespectful. Of course, of course, <laughs> of course the SJWs are on to it. You can't even post about blood pouring through your ceiling in a bizarre, almost horror movie style uh, without the internet trying to have you cancelled. Is there nothing? You can't... <laughs> you can't even post pictures of your Lana Del Rey albums covered in your neighbour's blood without a Twitter mob baying for your blood. Wild. Um, anyway... Tunes-wise, what have we got? There are bits. There are bits. And um, we... There, yeah, there was this uh, Meth Juice and Imanu uh, bit called Transit. I'm sorry, let's go. Imanu. Imanu, indeed. Um, Zero T. Uh, there is um, Break, Teddy Killers. My... I feel like, yeah, uh, do we play everything off that Mob Tactics EP? I don't know if we did. Uh, it's a track called Clipped. 
Uh, we'll see if it's up to much. You know, uh, I, you know, I, I don't want to, don't want to second guess it. So, you know, let's just play it and find out. Yeah, you're right. COVID-19 definitely does make neurofunk. People really throwing shade at this in the chat. <laughs> I think it's all right. Uh, it's been described as shallow and pedantic. Uh, kind of boring. Wow. Mob Tactics is called uh, Clips. Oh, that's quite liked it. Which was the, the... There was a really good one on this EP. Is it Thumper? Uh, yeah, that's the one. Well, maybe we'll play that later. Maybe not. Maybe we'll play it on Friday. Who fucking knows, guys? Who fucking knows? Um, anyway, uh, talking of uh, Signal's new project... Iran. Uvabu. Iran. Uvabu. Iran. Oh, yes, you are. Uva. 
And it's for Iran. <laughs> Is that all clear? Uva. Iran. No, yes. Uva. Okay, if that's clear, I turn to you for Granatis. Oh, God. Um, the recommendations in the side are a real mixed bag of nuts, aren't they? Uh, Jeffree Star uh, and Count Dankula. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, oh, lobster emoji. Why is it not showing up? Fuck my old boots. Anyway. Um, guys. Should we find out about this new... COVID-19, I guess. Why not? Uh, the novel coronavirus, the novel, the novel coronavirus, which has killed hundreds and infected thousands more, now has an official name. Oh, they've just rebranded. All right. Is this a, a what did uh, Corona Beer send a cease and desist letter? Breaking. This is PA Media. I don't know what that is. Breaking! The new coronavirus has been named COVID-19 by the Director General of the World Health Organization, Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus. All right, Tedros. Cheers for that, Ted. Uncle Ted, they call him. And the virus has now killed over a grand. About 1,018 at the time of writing, with 43,000 cases confirmed. So you get it, you got a 1 in 43 chance. I've had worse odds for stuff. Uh, technically, the virus already has the name, but uh, 2019 NCOV isn't exactly the catchiest title. Yeah, well, fucking COVID-19, who either makes neurofunk or, like, drill rap, um, isn't especially catchy. 2019 NCOV, was also only supposed to be a temporary name recommended by the WHO referred referring to the year it was discovered. That's the 2019 bit. <laughs> the fact that it's new or novel, which the end denotes, uh, that is the type of coronavirus as COV dictates. Right, okay, so you've got a system. That's fine, isn't it? Um, why, why don't they name it like the way they name storms? Well, they're generally after women... Uh, and you just stick virus at the beginning of it. Like, vi you know, virus Dorothy has killed, you know. Why not? Why not have the fucking internet decide, eh? Why not call it Virus McVirus Face? Yeah? Why not call it Hitler Did Nothing Wrong? <laughs> you know, why not? <laughs> get the internet, get a fucking poll together on Reddit or on 4chan, yeah, and come up with a proper name for it. According to Dr. Sima Yasmin, the new coronavirus is part of a massive family of viruses that include everything from SARS to the one on the one hand, uh, which is a deadly virus, to the common cold. I think you might want to get a little bit more specific, guys. You know? Yasmin told Wired that the new coronavirus differs from SARS and that it currently appears to be more infectious but less deadly. Swings and roundabouts, I guess. Uh, she said, it seems a little bit different uh, to what we saw with SARS back in 2002, where people were more likely to have sore throats, a runny nose and diarrhoea. Uh, there are already, there, there's already evidence that this new coronavirus does spread from person to person. Uh, these in, the interesting thing seems to be it's more infectious than SARS. Uh, 
another coronavirus, but less de- less less deadly. Yeah, cool guys. <clears throat> anyway, it's in Hove, so they've shut down uh, the medical centre by the by Hove station. Cordoned all of that off. It's not that. That's literally three or four streets from my house. It's probably fine, isn't it? <clears throat> Probably fine. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, all right. That's the blood running down the stairs. That's fine. Mum reunited with dead daughter via via virtual reality headset. Okay, this is um, God bless her, but somewhat dystopian in a way. A bit Black Mirror. No, a mum from South Korea has been reunited with her dead daughter via a virtual reality headset. I'm not sure I want to watch it. Maybe it's quite upsetting. Oh my lord, alive! They're having a birthday together. Damn. Uh, Yang uh, Jai Sung appeared in a documentary titled I Met You, in which a futuristic VR world was created in which she could meet her little girl, Neon, who died three years ago when she was seven. Oh! The documentary aired on the Munhuan Broadcasting Corporation, uh, which had a heartbreaking clip on YouTube. Uh, in the clip, Jang can be seen wearing a VR headset while a green in, one in the green screen room. The final cut. Then the film cuts to what she is seeing. A little girl is rushing towards her. Oh, my God. <sighs> Jesus. I mean, that sounds a little bit torturous. I don't know if I'd... You know, obviously, I can't can't speak for her, but that sounds a bit much. You know, I'm not sure if I could... You know... When, t- you know, when, tally- when the long dog, when Tallyway passes, you know, well, you know, get the virtual reality on and she could come and fucking bark at me. You know, hassle me for breakfast. Squeak unnecessarily. Just generally bully me. Maybe. I don't know, maybe. Um, according to the report in AJU Business Daily, the VR Neon asks, uh, where have you been, Mum? Did you think about me? To which she responds, I do all the time. Oh, God! Ah. Can we get back to sex robot news? Can we do... Oh, they're only Jasper Hammer, ha- Hamill articles to give a fucking thrashing to. Any, oh, there's one there's story about feral monkeys with herpes. Let's get into that one. Uh, feral herpes-ridden monkeys are now roaming Florida's northeast coast. Good God. Uh, Florida has been infiltrated by a group of herpes-ridden monkeys. I think there's a video there. It's a little, little pipe. A little pipe at that, eh? Uh, Florida has been infiltrated by a group of herpes-ridden monkeys. Uh, that have been described as feral. As opposed to what? Civilised monkeys? Uh, And are roaming across the northeast of the state, according to reports by NBC. A group of feral primates have been seen in Silver Spring State Park, as well as other areas, Jacksonville, St. John, St. Augustine, Palakta, Weleka, Pupipa, and Pubam. Uh, The monkeys were introduced to the area in the 1930s by a local cruise operator for a laugh. Uh, they released more than 12 monkeys over a series of years uh, onto the man-made island near Silver Spring State Park. The monkeys have now reportedly evolved uh, and have been apparently and have apparently swum to freedom and are now reproducing at alarming rates and exposing or oh, exploring residential areas. That's a pain in the arse, isn't it? According to the 2018 survey by National Geographic, more than a quarter of the 300 feral macaques, an invasive species... Uh, that is native to South and Southeast Asia, carry herpes B. Okay, what's that, cold sore or 
stuff around your junk. Don't know. University of Florida primate scientist Dr. Stevie Johnson discussed the monkeys in an interview with First Coast News. The potential ramifications are fucking dire, mate. He said. Johnson added, a big male. It's a fucking extremely strong, potentially dangerous animal. Although they're riddled with an STD, the monkeys are reportedly not a threat to humans despite an intimidating in appearance. Just don't let them fuck your missus, mate. Don't, don't get caught up in stuff you read on fucking BuzzFeed and Huffington Post about getting cucked by a monkey and how it's gonna help to smash the patriarchy, mate. Don't let the monkeys fuck your missus. Okay. Uh, Greta Mealy. Greta Mealy, who works for Dumond Conservancy, Conservancy for Primates uh, and Tropical Forests in Miami, also gave comment in an interview with First Coast News. She said, They're not going to come up to us and interact with us. They would be more fearful. However, residents of areas the, uh, residents of areas the bands of monkeys have been seen in are more cautious. One Jullington Creek resident, Claire Bennett, admitted to being wary of the monkeys. You would be. I mean, herpes or not, monkeys are sort of terrifying in a way. She said, there's definitely a concern because I walk dogs at 5.30 in the morning and it's pitch black out. If they bit me, if they came after and bit you, you don't know what they might have, what they might be carrying. Who knows? Coronavirus? AIDS? God knows. Uh, while the monkeys are reportedly more fearful of humans... If in close contact, they can present a health risk as they carry and shed the herpes B virus, which is deemed to be fatal to humans. A fatal form of herpes. God, that's a rough one, isn't it? Die of herpes. Jesus. That is no fun. No, no, no. I, I don't want to go out like that. I've decided. I've decided that's not how I want to go. I want to go dying in my sleep and having my blood drip through the floor into the neighbor's living room. That is, that is the way I want to go. What else yeah, oh yeah, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, let's have another bit off that Grey Code EP just because I think it's probably one of the best things released in the last year at least. Name me a better release in the last two years than this fucking Grey Code EP. It's unbelievably good. Jesus! Uh, anyway, this is You and I featuring Astrid.
there was more of it than that. I, I did five minutes of it though. That's not bad, is it? That is really good. Really good. Well done, guys. Really, I mean, well done, Grey Code. Let's <clears throat> have a little pipe at his boat. He's got a ponytail. Oh, okay. I'll take everything back. Has he? Yeah. Uh, hey, what are you going to do, man? You win some, you lose some, right? You know, it's just the ups and downs of, of life. You know, one moment you think, that's oh, probably the best EP I've heard in a couple of years. Next moment you find out it's made by someone with a ponytail and then you just, the world doesn't make sense anymore, you know? And people are like, oh, Prolix has got a ponytail. And you're like, look, don't get me started on many, many flaws with Prolix. <laughs> uh, <what? clears throat> Drug dealer arrested after accidentally sending price list of drugs to police. <clears throat> Drug dealer was arrested after he accidentally texted a price list to a police officer. Good stuff, man. He looks well. Uh, he's clearly uh, about to do a resident advisor podcast, isn't he? Come on, like he obviously plays techno. I'm pretty sure I've seen him play at Panorama Bar. Drug dealer was arrested after accidentally pressed a bribe to Esper uh, Martinez. Uh, Bonasenko, yeah, 100% from Leeds, plays minimal techno and was caught with more than three grand's worth of cocaine and MDMA at Leeds Festival in August 2018. He was also found with business cards printed with the slogan, Flavor Town LS6. Oh, yeah. Uh, according to the Yorkshire Evening Post, prosecutor Jessica Randall said, Bonasenko. Uh, was arrested at the festival when security spotted him smoking weed and acting suspiciously. My man! <laughs> In the process, his bag was searched and the 28 individual bags of cocaine and 67 MDMA tablets, tablets, pingers, were found inside. He also had a small amount of cannabis. The court heard the drugs had a street value of about three and a half grand. Um, I would say, well, okay, Hold on a second. I thought he was. Uh, I thought he got busted for texting a price list to a police officer, not for getting seen smoking smoking dope and acting suspiciously. What's going on here? Is this fake news? Uh, to say it was, <laughs> what Heath Robinson getting referenced down here? Okay, this is going to be interesting. Bonasenko pleaded guilty to two offences: possession of Class A drugs with intent to supply and possession of cannabis. In mitigation, lawyer Christopher Dunn said that Bonasenko had a job as a chef at TGI Fridays, but lost his job shortly after the festival. He said Bonasenko, who is, of, who is a Lithuanian national, had no idea how serious the offences were in the UK. Fuck off. Oh, as if getting caught with that much gear in Lithuania is, is, is going to be good times. They're very lenient when it comes to fucking pingers and beak when it, in Lithuania. No chance. Dunn told the court who decided to go and sell drugs at Leeds Festival while completely high. <laughs> uh, that's the excuse. That, oh, I was off my tits, didn't know what I was doing with three and a half grand's worth of Mandy on me. <laughs> he thought it would be a good idea, not having a clue what he was getting himself into. To say it was a Heath Robinson operation would be something of an understatement. <laughs> he rocks up at the festival, takes a lot of these drugs himself, obviously turning attention to himself, and then sends his price list to the police. How? This is a man who lost his job and thought he could make a quick buck. He had no concept of the type of sentence that could follow from this offending. 
recorder Joanne Kidd. Joanna Kidd. Sentence, uh, Buck said, to three years and four months in prison. She said, When parents allow their children and young people to attend these festivals, it is often with a degree of trepidation. You set out to earn a significant amount of money from the young people at the festival. They are vulnerable to people like you. Oh, fuck off. What what kind of like archaic version of like the pusher man do you have about someone selling dingers at a festival? Go on, kid. Try it. All your friends are doing. Come on. Just take one. Everybody's doing it on TikTok these days. Go on, vulnerable chap. Oh, I don't know, Mr. Drug Dealer Man. Are you sure it's safe? Oh, it's safe enough, little girl. Fuck off. You're selling dingers at a festival. What the fuck? Jeez, it's not the end of the world, is it? There is not a single festival of this size that goes on without young people collapsing, becoming seriously ill, and in some cases dying. And the fact that you chose this venue to ply your trade is an aggravating feature. Yeah, what an arsehole for going to a place where people want to buy drugs to sell drugs. Can you imagine? Why didn't you go to the local territorial army base where, you know, people are less vulnerable and capable of making better decisions? Like, I don't think anyone knows. Why didn't you go to the local WI cake sale and try and ply your trade there? Because uh, I don't think elderly women are that interested in pingers. Well, you went to a music festival to where you knew people would be vulnerable. And I, I knew... That's where people take drugs. So I was more like, be more likely to sell sell drugs than I was looking to sell drugs. Yes, you were looking to take advantage of young. No, I want to just sell drugs. People really want drugs. You know, have you ever been to a music festival? No, I have not. Okay, okay, thank you, Boomer. Fuck my old boats. Uh, woman hasn't drunk water for a year and says it's cured health conditions. Now, I read this the other day, and I was amazed. I was like, at first, I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" You know, come on, here we go, another lunatic. Then, actually, the more I read it, um, I, was, I was somewhat inclined to agree. <laughs> I can't get wound up by people like you drink three liters of water a day. Fuck off! I don't think it's good for you. I think you need enough water, but not too much. Anyway, I'm not getting into that. Uh, where are we? I don't know. Do we want to talk about talk about Mitten and his storage unit where he's stockpiling um, people's Discog purchases? <laughs> uh, a time-strapped United States Postal Service worker who was unable to complete deliveries of his Virginia route rented a $49 a month storage unit into which he dumped about 5,000 pieces of undelivered mail, according to the U.S. District Court filing. Jason De La Cruz who began working as a postal carrier in June 2018, has pleaded guilty to a charge of delaying the delivery of mail. 38-year-old Dela Cruz, who uh, resigned uh, his UPS job last year, uh, is scheduled for a February 12th sentencing uh, on the felony count. That's today. Well, you know, God bless him, yeah? I hope he, uh, hope he sorts his act out. Hope he, hope he comes clean. Hope he searches for the hero inside himself until he finds the key to his life. Dela Cruz's scheme was disrupted when he was spotted unloading mail into a public storage facility in Virginia Beach. A witness uh, snapped several photographs. Uh, snitch. Um, it was probably uh, Jimmy Bard, Northern Snitch. Uh, snapped several photographs of the postal employee and a picture of the license plate of the employee's vehicle. Well, I really did a number on him. <laughs> really sold him down the river and provided the images to the postal office. When confronted by federal investigators, Dela Cruz said he 
can't make time. Felt pressured to complete his route. Oh, it's got anxiety. You know, it's a condition. You know, it's oppressive to make a postie do their whole route. He needs more self-care Sundays. Um, so he admitted to renting the public storage unit for $49 a month for the sole purpose of storing mail he could not deliver. Don't cruise, who denies stealing any mail, claims that they first attended, he first intended to deliver the mail when he found time, but fell behind and was never able to do so. Dela Cruz, who is free on a personal uh, recognizance in things, some fucking bond or other, faces a maximum of five years in prison. Jesus! Mitten, don't be, don't be doing this. Don't get any fucking ideas, yeah? Don't be, don't be nicking, you know, stuff from Discogs, all right? It's, um... Bad. The postal worker hid nearly... Oh, he had nearly... Oh, oh this is somewhere different, I, I guess. A uh, postal worker who hid nearly 50,000 pieces of undelivered mail in her California apartment was sentenced in 2017 to three years probation after pleading guilty to the same count as Dela Cruz. Uh, and a New York City mailman who failed to deliver about 40,000 pieces of mail, which agents found stashed in his car, uh, Brooklyn home and work locker, had the felony case against him dismissed by prosecutors... 2016. Alright, well it seems like the punishments are fairly lenient. Fuck it, don't bother. You know, it's my advice to posties. Just don't bother, just go to the pub. I know I know that's very common practice for posties to finish their round and go immediately to the pub. So why not just jog the fucking round on altogether and just go straight to Weatherspoons? Yeah? Why not go straight to IKEA for one of those one pound six piece breakfasts, whatever they are. Go, I said for 30, five pound, 13 piece, fat, piece, piece, 13 piece breakfast. You know what I mean? Well, we'll see, won't we? Last bit for you. What we got? Eh? What we got? There was, um, oh, there was, yeah, zero T. There's a zero T EP here. Zero T, zero T and beta EP uh, called Exiles. Um, let's have the second track on it. It's called Mr. Mina. And we're going to play it right now. Start a new feature uh, every show where I just go through a list of people that uh, Jimmy Bud Northern Snitch has grassed up this week. <laughs> Who's he been grassing?
Coming up at 11, your gal, Power Jen, giving it the big one. Rolling it in, rolling it out again. Wax on, wax off. going to be a new update of both the iPhone and the Android app uh, later. going to be deploying those today. Uh, they'll have a few new features in. Uh, that's Zero T. Uh, the track is called Mr. Mina. New features, including a shout box, so you can send a message in via the app. Yes. Yes. Good. Yes, that's good. Uh, that will sort of pave the way for the app having its own chat system, which I think is ideal. I know it's spreading stuff a bit thin in that. You, well, one could make that argument. But, uh, you know, just trying shit out, aren't we? Uh, so there will be, yes, shout box. Also, um, you'll be able to, uh, there's a tip jar. You can tip your DJ, you know, if you think that, you know, if you think that if you want to pay, you know, Jimmy Bud for some of his information that he's he's quite happy to part with for cash, you know, you, you can you can tip tip the lad, you know, he'd buy himself a hot bovril. Something like that. Keep keep him warm, you know, in the summer months. It's cold up there. You know. It's north of the Thames, it's cold. All right, guys, it's cold. Uh yeah, you can also um if you hate Patreon, but you love giving money to Threshold, you can also, uh, there'll be a little subscription thing in there. And in the future, when I get my act together to do some exclusive content, 
uh, you'll be able to get that exclusive content in the app. And other people who don't subscribe fucking won't, basically. So you can lord it over them uh, like the sort of rich landowner that in many ways you will be. Uh, so that's a bit of fun. Also, the Android will have a link to videos if there are live videos. And <sighs> other stuff as well I can't think of off the top of my head. Bug fixes, stuff like that. You know, things, you know, stuff and things. And, you know, you know, just whatnot. You know, whatnot, okay? Uh, so, yeah, video works again, as uh, as you can see. Um, also, there's been a uh, an uprising, I guess, in terms of rescheduling Coffee and Memes um, back to 10 a.m. Uh, there is a poll currently going on my in, uh, Instagram stories, and I was really... Re versus 9 a.m. versus 10 a.m. I was really hoping that it was going to come out at 48.52. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there would be cries for a second referendum but uh it, 10 a.m is steaming ahead like quite significantly um holding about two two thirds of the share so we'll see how it goes maybe it could maybe you could pull it back at the last minute but probably i would say next week like back back to 10 a.m but we'll make sure that you know everyone is well informed yeah yeah Okay, I love you all. Um, I'll see you on Friday. Power Gen at 11. Okay, goodbye.